Matt and I will literally just have to like try to access the part of our brains that, yeah. and we'll just have to. <laughs> but I bet true. we will. I bet we'll fall back into it. We'll be like, oh, like I've been gone so long. Like I don't know if I speak fluently, but I speak. I still speak well. So Matt. What's been God? Oh. <laughs> I already screwed oh, up. <laughs> What's God been doing in your life? Well, God has been teaching me to be humble, to to yeah. to get over my pride, and to uh, yep, you know, stop uh, <laughs> off all the time. Because <laughs> nobody ever says that. No, that just talking about talking about enough is not proper no. Christianese. Um, well, my first question about Christianese is, is saying Christianese actually <laughs> Christianese? Because I don't think it is at all, actually. That's a good point. Because I think when you say Christ- when you say <laughs> Christianese, you actually have to be one step outside of that, right? Because I don't know. Do pe- I don't know. Is that like... Is is that like a term? Who invented that term? Was it people in or outside of I think it was us, the brilliantly. Faith? Okay. Uh, my first one is God closed that door. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so how how is how, what does that mean to a to a uh, growing up? That meant that um, that basically you were praying about maybe something that God wanted to have happen, and anticipating like could be a relationship or a job or an opportunity or whatever, and then it it doesn't end up happening. And then you say, instead of just being like, oh, well, I stopped because I didn't, like, the girl didn't want to date me. I just, I would say, like, it's kind of like a cop out, like, oh, God closed that door. I would, I would agree that I think God closed that door. That's a good one. But God closed that door is a way to use my Christian theology to justify something bad that happened. So, yeah, if I applied, if Basically, I, if I yeah. apply to a job and I don't get the job, it's like, well, God closed that door. That doesn't mean there's something wrong with me or something that I could improve. But I just know God closed that door, and that helps yeah. me get over that. Which is not—I mean, it is a very yeah. pretty effective coping mechanism if you think about it. Like too blessed to be stressed, or like let go and let God put in God's hands. Oh, that's good. Do yeah. not be anxious for anything. I also and had um, tran- all of that. Christianese is basically another form of people saying it's like a play on words where there's like Germans who say like. Danglish, like German right. English. It's, 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 like, it's identifying that it's a type of. It's a specific of, speech of that has to do, which people don't necessarily like. Probably think yeah. about necessarily that it's like a subculture, or that it's a different language. I think that it has. Yeah, that's an interesting thing because I don't think for me, I actually Christianese isn't necessarily about using new words, but it's using words in the right way. But is it similar? Okay, so you spent. Ten? How many years in Germany? Nine years in Europe. Yeah, getting just hanging out, getting your PhD whenever, just whenever, (laughs) (laughs) and then you had to like immerse yourself into the culture to understand. Like that's what I mean. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yet I would say like there are analogies to a different language because when I was in Germany. I slowly accumulated the knowledge of that language, and it took a, a long time, and so. At first, you understand small things, and over over a longer period of time, you start to 
be able to speak and converse in a normal way. But what's interesting about it is, so the, the analogy I would say is, yes, on the one hand, it's similar to learning German. On the other hand, Germans also have their own form of Christianese, right? Because the conservative Christian like Germans. Sub, like sub-dialects? Yeah, and it's not, but it's not, and, and there are dialects within Germany, but that's a very different story. So I would say, like, okay. we're like, there are, I have met some very conservative Germans, uh, Christian Germans, and they still use okay. this thing like these, this, this similar language to us because I think it's really in, highly influenced by American culture. So even though it's similar to learning a new language, it's also learning those indicators like what what are the key words that that lets you know? You know what I'm saying? Like what 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 lets you know that you're like part of the the group? So like if you say like like we I'm, one of my things I thought I was like oh like he's a believer yeah. you know and that was like I heard my dad tell tell somebody that once and it was like that basically means like that doesn't that doesn't like mean you like be- just believe in something that means you believe in a specific it's like a he's very a believer like he's thing one of, that they believe like he's one of us yeah. he's our tribe right he believes like, the same as we he's do, like basically. Yeah, like he's 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 on the up and up. Okay, so are we actually trying to just help some people out that maybe just actually, came into the faith and just need a, essentially and just need like a shorthand of like yo, like so here's top ten Christianese phrases for people that just got. So I think this is what we're trying to do. Maybe maybe what we're trying to do is we are trying to give people outside the church a clue, a, like a little bit peek behind the behind the curtain. You know, like this is what's going on. Like yes, prayerfully consider. Yeah, for sure. So that would same thing like oh, I'm praying about it. Like that's what I mean. You don't think about anything, and it's never just you making a decision. It's always consulting that you know with God. So if I tell someone that I'm going to, well, I need to really prayerfully consider that. Basically, what I'm saying yeah. is I need to consult with God, and hopefully that he'll lead me, I mean, not he will, of course, whether he closes the door or not, um, uh, to that right conclusion. And it's a little bit ambiguous because I know that when you're in, when you're actually doing that and using that language, a lot of times you are praying praying about it, right? Like you are praying yeah, about it. Yeah, no, I don't think it's, disin, it's disingenuous. It's trying to show that you're making a decision based on what God wants, not what you want. Yeah. You know, So it's like a whole way of thinking like, I think in reality, sometimes you're just, just trying to decide like what's best for you or like what you want, and you can kind of over spiritualize it and say, you know, God said this or God, you know, yeah, for sure, all, all, all that type of thing. It's just kind of, but it's like it's a kind of a way of, um, like if I said what what's God doing in your life? Okay, so let's uh, move on. Let's God, stop. Let's know? stop there. So let's take that one. What's God doing in your life? How do we use that? How is that Christianese? So that's basically just asking, like, what's going on in your life, but it's filtered through, again, God being, you know, the central, most important part of that. You know what I mean? So it's not just like, and some sometimes it, it is like, you were joking earlier, uh, like, what's God doing in your life? Like, maybe you're saying, like, he's teaching me, like, humility. That could mean the opposite. That could mean like I feel like I'm the shit right now. Yeah. Like I'm killing it. Like I'm super arrogant. But your answer, you can't say that, right? Because <laughs> yeah. that makes you seem like, like you know, an you're not supposed yeah. to. Those aren't. Yeah, those aren't like pious, like you know, virtues you want. And so you say, oh, you know, God's like. I mean, I would. I remember just 
having conversations, I'd be like, you know, God's teaching me humility. And that's cool. Like, if I was, like, aware that I was arrogant and wanted to, yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, I think it's a it's a mix. It's the things that you're trying to be, but at the same time, you, there is sometimes that. I think that there's also, of, in, we're, we're relating to how it really fits into the Christian culture is it's a way, yeah, to kind of say how you're doing, but then there's also these expectations, like you were saying. Like, I got to say, I can't say that, well, actually, my life's awesome right now. I think I'm just, like, doing great and whatever. Because God's doing in your life, to me, also meant, particularly at Bible college, that you had to reference it to something that you were learning through devotional reading or something like that. Sure. And even later, I remember that I had this strange Facebook exchange with a a friend of mine from uh, college. And it was kind of, you know, I was jaded and disillusioned by all that kind of Christian language. And he had had written me something like, yeah, yeah. And and we were chatting on Facebook and he said, what's God doing in your life? And I just said, you know, well, you know, I'm dealing with this and I'm learning some of these things and whatever. So I just kind of gave a really generic example that didn't have to do with God specifically teaching me something or whatever. And then he right. wrote me like, yes, but what is he doing? And he in all caps. <laughs> and I was like, fuck man, <laughs> like this guy's like going hard. But like that, that was, that really demonstrates this idea of like, no, like I don't want to hear just about, well, I'm learning this and kind of coming this, like, what is he doing? What is God doing to teach you? Because there's a pressure to yeah, always was, be learning something. To always God. have it make a bit. I mean, yeah, as a, as a, as a, musician and worship leader like you know you get done doing a service and you know there's always pressure to you always want to hear people say like what god did through it you know what i mean like it wasn't just like hey your vocals weren't out of tune today and the band was pretty much perfect they want to say like god spoke to me through that and i really i really enjoy i really enjoyed that because it was a great distraction and it sounded pretty good and i can't afford any other live music in my (laughs) life it's been like months since i've seen anything else so i think this you know it was always yeah 100 it was it wasn't about any of those things even though it was you know it was like oh (laughs) your your vocals on uh on um praise be to God, or, you know, I'm just using some generic phrase, but like, oh yeah, your vocals on that, or not your vocals even, they would say, oh, that song really moved me. It basically means like, yeah, people, that song yeah, people really, wouldn't acknowledge emotions either. Emotions don't exist in worship, right? So people wouldn't say, oh, you sang so beautiful that it made me feel something. It, it spoke, it God spoke be, to me through that or something. It can't even be about the emotions. It has to be what God, you know what yeah. I mean? Like God owns everything, which I guess he does. But at the same time, it's, it's kind of a, sometimes I feel like it's, it's not the most effective language Christianese because it's I don't know but well, maybe every language is like that you know it has its way of saying things and if you know what it means and you know what it means I think it kind of generalizes so there's also things that you're not allowed yeah, it makes things it it makes things like more vague yeah because there are not right. things there's also things you're not allowed to talk about so you could say Correct. yeah it kind of generalizes it what are some examples of how you'd say that like if you're if <laughs> like you've got a low key uh I don't know. Well, <laughs> I, I, I know that, for instance, when it comes to sexuality, the church is yeah. like, they don't talk about it. Yeah, big time. But yeah, then, that's but I, then they yeah, allude to it, not, too, because I remember there are these sure. there are these sermons by Mark Trussell, this uh, asshole preacher, uh, who taught like something on this 
Song of Solomon. And for anyone who doesn't yeah. know out there, because we're potentially speaking to other people, for anybody who doesn't know, this yeah, is like basically hopefully. like this like <laughs> this love poems from Solomon to some lover. And there is some explicit yeah. language in there, very metaphorical. And so he taught this, and it was almost this way of like using that language, and it was kind of scandalous to kind of talk about Christians and sexuality, but that was also seen yeah. as like pushing the boundaries a little bit. So yes. that's where I would say that like, yeah. it's, it's like, oh yeah, like, like women must, uh, like husbands must respect their wives, women must serve their husbands, don't, I, I can't remember the exact terminology, but it's basically like husbands don't bring your wife to anger or something. So there's there's all these kind of ideas about the roles of things and how things should work out, but you never really say stuff. And then uh, there is there yeah. is talk of abstinence before marriage, but then apparently once you're married, it's no holds bar. You know, like there is this kind of but you never really talk about healthy relationships. It's it's primarily in this kind of like vague language. Would yeah. you agree on that? Yeah. Oh, one hundred percent. I mean, that's uh, Christianese is. It's what you don't talk about as much as what you do talk about. It's a language that you use. So, um, yeah, you don't use swear words. You don't like talk about things that are you know profane. Like there was that pressure, right? Well, to there was a to pressure to try to influence people with the the culture. You I know, think it was living. It was living out your faith. You know, it was. Um, but I always felt that that was a pressure to it was your your mission field. You yeah, know? I always felt that that was a pressure to evangelize, but not necessarily to use. I think. Well, I think that's it's all one thing. So what happens when you you either grew up in a different, you know, you're like Catholic or something, or maybe you just like your parents like never went to church. Like most people had some kind of background, but you would come into a particular church, you would you know get saved into that church, like. That was, or you would find, you get your friends to come to church, right? That was like evangelism. And then what happens? Eventually you start to learn Christianese. I think I still felt like I, I, I felt like I was called. I'm not sure that I was, but I felt like I was called to speak as much Christianese as possible to just like my classmates and people I work with, like people outside of the church, like, I feel like that was a part of living out my faith. That's an, there's another good one. Yeah. What's it mean to live out your faith? Uh, so to live out your faith to me meant to to bring in one's own Christian faith as far as possible into every aspect of your life. So to live out your faith meant not only singing the right songs yeah. at church, but it meant when you're at work, you talk about you talk about your faith, you talk about Jesus, you talk about all those things that are important to you that might not make sense to other people. So living out your faith is this type of like in front of everybody being a Christian. Okay, yeah, that yeah, just that that last sentence. That's a good way to put it, I think. Um, but I think it's assumed to be that that you're, uh, you know, being like Jesus, and that you're, um, dude. You know, but that's even one. like the Hold Bible, on. being like Jesus. What? That's another Christianese. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, let's sure. dial it back to people that aren't part of yeah. a certain demographic. Yeah, being like Jesus, what does what that mean? What the hell does that mean? Yeah. 
Like what is um, like if I say like you say like being like Jesus, that's this also this code word, right? That's like, oh yeah, like being like Jesus. And I'm I'm gonna like, oh yeah, being like Jesus. But like for yeah. anybody who's outside no. that community That's Christianity. Yeah. Um well yeah, the whole the whole claim of Christianity is that we're followers of Christ, you know, that we're that we're living uh you know, the way that that Christ wants us to live. And just because of this funny thing of how some stuff worked worked out with this dude named Constantine and stuff, like now it's like it's very very popular. It's a it's a world it's a world's it's it's not the world's largest religion. Yeah, it is. It is. Is it yep. even more? Just because. Well, it depends on not. It depends on which. But if you include Protestants and and Catholics, it is the world's largest religion. Okay. There's probably more people, like especially in the Eastern Hemisphere, that aren't Christians. Well, there are more people in the East, if we talk about the East as like China, Vietnam, Korea, Indonesia, like those countries, there are fewer Christians. But overall, there are more Christians in the world than any other religion. No, I got you. I was just saying I, I, I didn't know if that meant that most people yeah no 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 on so, but then would the, consider themselves Christians. But however, I will say now not there's not a majority. So the, the Christianity yeah, no, is the largest religion, but it's not a majority. So there are yeah. more other religions than Christian Christian religions. That's why we got to share the gospel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so like like low key colonialism hiding inside of religion aside. Um, yeah, Jesus <laughs> Christ, which, like that—that's that's a point which, we could that, have a whole. We could I have didn't even a whole. say that. A lot of people didn't even understand. Yeah. It just went right over their heads. And we're just gonna let it. Don't <laughs> okay. don't rewind and don't try to understand. And that's all I'll say. Um, <laughs> but no, what, which one were we on? So we were on. Um, no, yeah, because you said uh, no. One? You said like living like being Jesus, like Jesus, being like Jesus. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think. <sighs> I think it's just growing up, it's assumed, you know, being like Jesus is, it's the same as, um, well, I don't know how to put I, would it. You say what I'm trying to get at is the, the possible discrepancy between, uh, who Jesus actually was and then all the culture that seeps in. So that we assume being like Jesus is like, uh, uh, having a good credit score, you know? Like maybe so like not directly. Like yeah, so people probably wouldn't say that. They would just say God's been blessing me. But like, <laughs> like what is, what is it? Like let, let's what refer. It, yeah. I know. So like being like Jesus, I think it's it's good for us because I still take that serious. Like I want to actually be like Jesus, but like I've found, yeah, I've gone through. I don't know if this people call it a deconstruction. Um, I don't know if I'd necessarily say that. To me, it's more like a revelation. It's more like a what I heard, you know, a million times growing up is like I was religious and then I found Jesus for real. You know, like um, that's what I feel like it is to me. But it's it's but then it's not, so if that's it's not because I don't have the all the right specific belief systems to be accepted. So if that's what I don't think I'm checking enough boxes. Yeah, but like so, let's say you say that's what. <laughs> Being like Jesus means to you, because this is kind of like this is like real life Christianese right now, right? Like you're speaking this yeah. Christianese to me yeah. that actually has very little meaning, 
because I don't really have any clue what you mean that you still want to be like Jesus. Now I could okay. infer. Yeah. I could no, infer I from you. my. Because I didn't say I didn't use any specifics. Yeah, because I could infer from my yeah. background, like, well, maybe he means blah blah blah, or maybe he wants to be. Yeah. So which things specifically? Outside. So like, if you were, let, let's say I'm somebody who has no relationship to Christianity whatsoever, and you say, well, I'm trying to be more like Jesus. If you grew up in the United States, you might still be like, well, you know, I guess Jesus was some guy who cared about the poor and you know wanted people to love God more. I don't think that's what I don't think that's the first thing people would say. Well, but sometimes, I think sometimes people who aren't within Christianity, they have this idea of the, like, yeah, like, Jesus, right? Like, kind of this, like, Sermon on the Mount idea of, like, oh, yeah, like, Jesus was for that stuff. But let's, but I think I'm getting a little bit off topic. So, like, let's say for me, I don't understand. You say, yeah, but I'm still trying to be like Jesus. Like, that has no reference outside of a certain community. So... I don't know what you mean by that. So try sure. to explain when you say, I still kind of want to be like Jesus, there are, I would say two things. One, what you used to mean when you were in high school yeah, and sure. trying to be like Jesus. Yeah. And now there's still yeah. a meaning to that for you. Yeah. And so try to explain first what you used to mean when you said you want to be like Jesus and now what you mean when you want to be like Jesus. And I'll try not to interrupt. That's like... I feel like that would take. I feel like I've been trying to do that for like the last decade, talking to you like yeah. multiple, like every other week for the last ten years, and I haven't been able to explain that. But I can do it right now for the podcast. If you <laughs> Let's want. do it, man. No, but but I, I would say now that this um, doesn't have to say what what you're saying is not your end all, whatever. But it's just okay. Just so try, just try to give just some. Pick, let me just pick an example because it's it's what's going on right now. It's in the in the world yeah, today. Yeah. Let's talk about nationalism. Okay. Okay. So I'm gonna change drinking whiskey here. <laughs> so let's uh let's take nationalism. I would have assumed uh the I think I would have was like my opinion is that nationalism has 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 snuck into the Christian faith um to the point where it's intertwined. And I think like a part of not not necessarily the most important part, but like a big part of being like Jesus would be to um be a good like follow the laws, um, like be a good citizen, like do your duty, like um like You're talking about back when you were growing up. Or now. Yeah, like more like like more so. Like things that are actually just nationalism. I think I would have assumed that that was like also what I meant to follow Jesus. So following Jesus like, meant, no. I mean, and now I think. Go ahead. That was one of the things. I mean, following Jesus meant, I mean, a hundred different things. Uh, but it, like, that's a good to take those, one example. Like one example you're saying is at least what I'm hearing is that following Jesus meant obeying the laws of the land. I mean, it meant being a Republican specifically. Yeah. To be honest, like. Like I legit like wasn't sure if people that voted uh for Democrats like were going to heaven. I think it was that extreme sometimes. Like um or if they if they were, you know, it was like you know, not I don't know if I'd call it a sin, but it was just like an incorrect, you know, I was like, "Oh, they they love like murdering babies. Like that's sad." Like you know like a mean? fundamental like, <laughs> a fundamental problem with the way they thought about life. Democrats. Yeah. So, 
so so I think I think now if if like how I look at I think I think nations are uh really stupid. I think it's dumb that we someone got drew a nice little creative line, sometimes straight, sometimes going along like and now we have our whole and I understand why because it's been even worse in the past with like tons of different like sex and like little tribes like but I I don't I believe that the you know Jesus talked about and Jesus was about like uh something that was outside of that you know and he t- he talks decent about like the kingdom so so to me, like not being a good American and not like uh, putting my faith in America or like elevating the importance of my nation above other things. You know what I mean? Like if Jesus so, was mostly concerned about. So the irony would maybe be that when you were younger, I was younger too, that Christianity was associated with a certain nationalism a national identity is that fair to say i think i think it's i think it still is well yeah no but i'm just saying like from our perspective and would you say that now just to use the example that you're using now it, it's not so much that oh to be christian means to adhere to a certain political party but to be christian means to adhere to would you say certain value sets and moral ideas or yeah. What what is it now that changes? So back then, let's say you believe that to be Christian meant to be Republican, follow the laws, kind of believe in the America. Maybe in a sense, would you say? And I don't know. I mean, this is probably a, a topic for a, a more discussion. But when you were younger, then the belief in America was almost the belief, like America and Christianity were tied together in some ways. Yeah, I mean, they were tied together. It's like, I didn't necessarily believe America was great just because America was great. I believed America was great largely in part um, because it was such a hub of Christianity. Yeah. You know what I mean? So now... But that, but but America didn't mind me thinking that. America didn't mind, like, cozying up to my... No, no. <laughs> uh, ...hunger to be, you know, religiously faithful and just thinking, like, oh, and, and America's awesome, too, because we're spreading the gospel all over the place and we're, you know, so then uh, an influence contra- of our culture, you know. So contrast that to what you think now when it talks about being like Jesus. Um, in that context, I mean, I, I, I struggle. I get really sad when I see people. Um, I mean, we just, we just went through, I don't know when this is going to air, but just this last week, we went through, you know, the inauguration of a Democrat being back in office. And um, my whole journey was I was raised Republican. And then I was like, wait, like, is that why I do it? What, what do they even think? And why do they think that? And is that actually how I associate? I went through like a whole switch and voted like Democrat for a while. And now I'm at the point where I'm not libertarian, but I'm, I'm I don't know. I'm either... Uh, I really, I don't know what I am, but like, so, but, but so, but, but back to your, like being like Jesus besides, so you're not knowing what you're, you are. And I'm trying to bring this back just because I think that like, I could talk to you forever on this stuff, but uh, also just like for people's idea of like talking about being like Jesus. So it doesn't matter necessarily if you're a libertarian or an anarchist, but basically 
you used to think that Christianity in just this one element, I know that there's a thousand other elements that are out there um, that, that informed what you meant being like Jesus. But I think it's actually good what you did to use a concrete example of like, oh yeah, like here's one example. Like what I used to mean being like Jesus was just to vote Republican, be a part of this larger uh, law abiding system. And that was going to work itself out. And that was part of being, being like Jesus. And now you would say being like Jesus is thinking outside the box or what, what specifically? Yeah. I mean, I think that's part of it. It's not necessarily, um, it's not even that I think differently in every single way. It's more, it's more that I'm aware of different influences. I'm more aware. I'm like, okay, I'm aware that there's this American influence that came from a colonial influence. Um, and then I'm also aware that there's this religious influence. And I think I'm more aware of, um, how those affect me personally in the ways that I internally think. Um, so to me, it's not, it's more about, it's, it's more about giving, maybe giving myself permission to unlearn like certain things like, um, if I believe that a more perfect world would involve like not having like nation nations, like I'm allowed to think that I'm allowed to unlearn the fact that there has to be nations. That doesn't mean that I'm sitting here going like, like it would be chaos. Like it's going to take hundreds it's, of it's years. It's not that you're saying like, if, Oh, nations like starting tomorrow, nations shouldn't exist, but starting to think outside of the box regarding the idea of the nation, because let's face it, the nation state did not exist forever. Like you referenced before, like maybe it's better than it used to be because in a German, German context, there were a bunch of warring factions that, that were like small princes and, and others who would like war against each other. And then finally, resolved to what it is today, you know, that's a very super generalized view of it. I think, but, I think basically what I'm trying to say is, is I, I gave my, I gave my, I think there were lots of things that were, um, trying to include themselves in, in the box that is like following Jesus means this is your box this is what you think. There's a lot of things that like we're claiming Jesus, you know, to me, that's, that's more about what using God's name in vain is than saying, well, goddamn, like, is yeah. more just like attaching God's name to things that, um, you know. And for those out there who don't or have never been to an evangelical church, they sing patriotic hymns. Not all of them. Not, like, but some, some of them others. do. On the 4th of July, they'll sing yeah. reli- like patriotic songs. Yeah. And, I mean... Uh, I think it's usually not that overt, though. I think it's usually, like, it's separate, but it's not separate, you know? Like, you'll get a pastor that will come up, and he won't specifically say... He won't be outright with it, like, vote Trump, but he will, like... Well, I wasn't talking about voting. I think that they still sometimes will sing, like, God Bless America, or there are a few songs that are sometimes sung in some churches around that time. Yeah. And then you're right, like, when it comes to the COVID... And religion isn't, I mean, I, I only like watch parts of the inauguration, but there was like, didn't they sing? Super <laughs> religious, dude. Amazing. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. So it's, I mean, they are, it, not that it that's is bad. this sort like, of like, like intertwined, like kind of. 
And I will say, I mean, this is a kind of more academic reference, but there was a sociologist, Robert Bella, I think it was his name, and he wrote uh, f- decades ago uh, a paper about American civic religion. And so he kind of had this idea that America uses Christian metaphors to self-identify, but it's never specific. So you can see yeah. like amazing grace. You can talk about God blessing the country, but it's never about like the specific, like Catholic, Protestant, evangelical, you know, it's never really about a specific version, but America has this inherent uh, Christian metaphor involved with it. Which I think is true. I mean, uh, the inauguration yeah. to me, it's like what's what's an example of that? Well, an example of that would be at the met at at the at the inauguration. I think it was Garth Brooks is singing "Amazing Grace." Yeah, and <laughs> that's so American, oh right? My God. Like, yeah, that's what I mean. So that's what I mean. So, so supposedly there's supposed to be a separation, you know? So we have "Amazing like, Grace" at the inauguration. I believe that the poet literate or whoever who gave that reading, she also referenced the Bible. Biden, okay. I'm sure, I, I believe, I would have to look at it again, but he also yeah, the, referenced the, biggest, the Bible. The biggest, oldest Bible you could ever see. Like, what's up? My family's been reading the Bible for generations. Like, You know, we have the biggest <laughs> Bible. It's a very... And yet still doesn't get respect by white Christians. I know, but I did, I did look just up... See it. it's, it's weird, because it's like... Because it's like Biden's faith in my mind growing up would be invalid. It's but like, so, oh yeah, well he's swearing on a Bible, but he doesn't really believe it. But this but this somehow, gets back to this gets back maybe <laughs> to the idea of Christianese because okay, the inauguration to me was very Christian. But I also know yeah, myself but, from back yeah. in the day, and that wouldn't be Christian. It's like, yeah, they sing Amazing Grace. Yeah, they swore on the Bible. Yeah, they reference some Bible verses. Right, you're filtering it through. You're like, but these aren't. But you these know. aren't the real values. Right. And so that's... Well, yeah. Or they're just trying to use religion to their own benefit, but it's not genuine. Right? Like, that's what you're always trying to avoid. Like, like. Yeah. So, but I think that, I mean, personally, I believe that the conservative Christian evangelical, whatever you want to term term it, uh, is fundamentally political and deeply, deeply yeah. committed to its own uh, agenda. And yeah, it's a it's a it's a pillar of of uh, of the current empire. You know? Yeah, it is. But that would be so, in some ways so anti- but that's, me, that but that's was, antithetical to Christianity as I see it when you read the Bible. It's what? It's antithetical. It's like against what I would say the Bible preaches, right? Like Christ yeah. Christ turning over. So that's the, what I meant when I said I still want to be like Jesus. <laughs> 